right. Well, dear listener, welcome to uh, this week's episode of The Pastor and the Guy Next Door. Uh, the pastor and the guy next door are both gently enjoying some coffee as we uh, warm up our vocal cords so that we can keep you amused in this, our 90th episode. So with that, good evening, Bill. Good evening, Pastor. Windy today. Yes, it is. And not in the small schoolboy, at too many beans kind of way. No, no. Temperatures changing, which is a good thing. It'll warm up. In fact, speaking of warming up... Spring does this every year. Oh, yes. Yeah. You get, you get a couple of weeks of rain. You get some, you know, a week or two of extreme wind. Everything's moving around. It's all good. And the plants are popping up from the earth. Great fun. Great fun watching them. Today, I did lawn work. Great. Great, or we'll say more thatched the lawn. And the good Lord helped me. I started from the south, went to the north. The wind came from the south. And I didn't have to pick up anything because he just blew it away for me into our neighbors to the north yard. And maybe even across the street from them. Maybe. Yeah, we're talking 20 mile an hour winds today. It was pretty substantial. Peter and I took a walk. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, we went to Bloomfield Prairie, and uh, I dragged the poor little guy for a mile and three quarters. Did you get any seeds on your socks? Uh, not that I'm aware of. Oh. Don't think so. Better I mean, check. Yeah. No, I don't think no. so. We had your boots on. That I, had, I had boots on and long pants. So yeah. So I wonder if the ticks are out yet. I don't know. It might be a bit early. Uh, Although we want to start putting our cat out during the daytime, so we've got to get her some flea treatment because she she is quite the flea aircraft carrier. If if she goes outside, she collects them, and they like her. Oh boy. So we're going to give us some treatment. Maybe you should have a pet possum. They eat fleas and ticks. Yes, I've heard that. They're not quite as cuddly, though. Well, they aren't as attractive. They look like a big, fat rat. Yeah. But I think they're pretty harmless, unless you get them cornered. But then again, even you, I bet you, if we got you cornered, you wouldn't be real happy. I I might be slightly grumpy. Yeah. (laughs) I, I might fight my way out of a corner. So, you know, today was the the day that I cherish being retired, where I could do all these jobs during the middle of the day rather than having to do them after work. Oh, yes. Took my lawnmower out to Duane at Farm and Fleet to tune it up and sharpen the blade, and I got there before the big rush. I asked him if things were starting to pick up. He says, not yet, but he said, pretty soon when people need to get their lawn... Well, then I'll have the big wave, he said. And everybody seems to want their lawnmower the next day, and they know they aren't going to get it. But I tell you what, Dwayne at the Farm and Fleet, he knows his small engines. Guy is good. Really, I should really take, good. I should take mine up there, because I don't need it immediately. I would do it now. Yeah. Well... 
Shaw's off work tomorrow. Maybe we'll throw it in the back of the Durango and run it out there. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have much room in the back of my Jeep. Well, short wheelbase and all that. But. I tell you what, his shop was plenty of room right now, but you give him by this weekend, I bet you it's going to be full. That is a good thought. Much wisdom. Well, I like to think ahead. You know, it's that retail thing where you have to always plan ahead. Plan ahead uh, months, a lot of months. So anyway, anyway, um, last week I was in Michigan helping daughter Kristen and son-in-law Anthony pack, but I was mostly Edwin's playmate, so I'm his big buddy. And that, that was a lot of fun, watching him scoot around and crawl and smile, play. Now, which of you two got into more trouble? Because I know how it is with those grandparents. See? <laughs> well, I was teaching them a lot of bad things. So. Excellent. Excellent. But nobody was around to see it. But that's okay. That's what we grandpas do. And, and then at some point, when you're not around, he'll repeat something that you showed him. And now wonder where he got that from. Right. Yes. Right. That I'm sure their first suspicion will be you. <laughs> well, probably. So that was last week. I, I Big news. Got my second COVID shot, the Moderna type. And it did take its toll on me. It made me a little sleepy. Um, a little sluggish. But now I'm fine. So we, you know, packed up. Well, I recovered from the Moderna on Saturday. So Sunday I was raring to go. Came back on Friday. Made it in record time. Six hours and 15 minutes from Lansing. But I was pushing it. Did you, did you have the wind behind you? I think it was. <laughs> it was one quick stop for gasoline. And uh, away we went. What do you call it in... Do you call it gasoline gasoline in England, or do you call it petrol? We call it petrol. Petrol? Yes. Petrol. Okay, well, we get gasoline here. I know. Okay. <laughs> and the gas prices has been rising. Must have been because Except of when you call it petroleum, but you, which is what petrol is short for. Yes. You know, the, the prices have been rising. It could have been the everybody in Texas was without um, electricity for a while. That could have caused the price to go up kind of doubt it and then that big log jam at the Suez Canal wasn't that something that was hilarious yes I think I saw somewhere that it was estimated it was costing like four it was costing the the world market 400 billion dollars a day oh I could believe it in, in lost revenue because Things are going to be late. Yep. So. Yep. That's a lot of cash flow. It certainly is, or not flowing, as the case may be. Right. <laughs> it wasn't flowing. The boat. Nor was the, the boat. boat. <laughs> the boat wasn't flowing, and therefore neither was the cash. Yeah, you know it's <laughs> Of any of any uh, currency, yes. There was a news report saying that this vessel was as long as the Empire State Building is tall. Yeah, well, like f just over 400 meters long. Yeah. It, that was quite big. Yeah. It, and I remember reading, that when it first got stuck, they 
they were saying, well, we could, we could just get it to shed its ballast and then it would float higher and disconnect. And then they were like, but it's got so many containers on top, it would probably immediately flip over and that would be terrible. So yeah, I read a, a, a whole thing on the, all the different things that they could consider doing and why almost none of them would work, which is why they had a couple of diggers just trying to dig it out from the bank. Yeah. It's not like you, you could so. put a rope on it and pull pull the back one way and then put another open the well, front, pull it the other way. you'd think they could but apparently that didn't work so yeah apparently it was the rising tide that helped between the diggers trying to dig the nose out of the dirt and the rising tide that eventually is what is what got it uh, so is it true that there was a sandstorm coming in from Egypt that caused blindness to the captain of the navigator and they couldn't I have, I have not error. heard that so but if you heard it on the internet it must be true oh I didn't hear it on the internet oh well, I heard it rumor here for there uh, I can't remember no nope, it I came have, from another mouth I had not I heard that at. one well anyway that's why gas prices are up and yeah 400 billion a day I could be off on that number but that it, was a, right. it was a big number it was a big number. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's more than my pocket money. Oh, yeah. You know, <laughs> I got a coin jar up above the refrigerator. A little bit more than what's in there. Yeah. But anyway, um, we got back Friday. And Saturday morning, I sprang out of bed and drove to Menards in Platteville to get my new grill. Oh. The Charbroil Acorn. And it's red. It's red. Unlike the egg, which is green. Yeah, I think the, that... The, the, isn't it like a green egg or something? Yeah, so it's, it's green, the green which, egg. That's what which makes call. sense that the green egg would yeah. be green. Which is porcelain and quite heavy. Or this one was quite heavy too, and I didn't realize that it was like... Uh, shipping weight is 100 pounds. So I picked it up and put it on the shopping cart, and away we went. Then we I had to unload it. And then I had a, once I got back to Dodgeville, I had to unload it again, which was, I'm grateful that was the last time because it was substantial weight. Then did you have to, were the legs already attached or did you have to? Oh, I had to attach the legs and the, the wheels and oh, the lid and several other things. But now there's accessories I need to get. I did uh, buy the cover for it. Okay. But there is an indirect heating um, plate that you could put on it. So you put the coals directly underneath and indirectly cook meat on the top. So it's a, as a smoker, you use it as a smoker and a grill. Okay, yes. Because my uh, pastor buddy in Anyway, a little, little north of here. Uh, he has a big green egg, the, the actual egg. And he made what they call a nest, which is like a wooden table that you can use as a preparation area around it. And so he, he made one of those. And apparently there's this quite a lot of third-party 
tools and accessories you can get for those kind of grills. Right. And and he uh, he likes making barbecue, smoking meats, and, and things like that. So yeah. Well, and it's quite a preparation. You know, you have to assemble it, and then the right. grate is cast iron, and it's a big like a cheerio. It's hollow in the middle, so you can take off the center part and apply more wood chunks. It's wood, it's charcoal chunks, not briquettes. Right. Briquettes the has a lot lump, of... Lump charcoal, they think right. they call it, yeah. Correct. So I... Which is more traditional. It's the kind of... It looks like they haven't processed it as much as the briquettes. Because I think with the briquettes, they take the lump charcoal, they, they beat it up, and then they press it. And, and they put the, fiber in it. And fire started, so that lights easier. Yeah. No, this one I I bought a chimney starter, and I thought I failed miserably at that. It says put paper, so I don't know how much paper to put. I put so much paper that the fire wouldn't start. There wasn't enough oxygen, so I'll use half as much uh, paper the next time. You'll have to consult the University of YouTube. Yes. See if well, I did that watch. all Sunday morning. Ah. To figure out, okay, how to season the grill. You know, you have to, well, first of all, you put it together. And then the grate has chemical on it that you have to wash. They put that on in transit so it doesn't uh, pick up rust or, or, yes, okay. or things. So that it will arrive in pristine condition. Right. But then you have to wash off the pristine with soap and water and then dry it, completely dry it. Okay, then you have cast iron with all the chemicals on it, and the paper towel was pretty... Um, Grungy? Yes, brown. So then I went to the store, our local grocery store, and I bought some peanut oil. Mm, okay. They said peanut oil because peanut oil will take a high heat. So we stoked the fire up to 400 degrees... Actually, it was like 450 mm. and for an hour. I think I did it for an hour and 20 minutes. Okay. And then we were good to go. So the, the metal is now seasoned. Yes, and I've used it. I did some sweet Italian sausage, and I had uh, oh. spaghetti. I don't remember being invited over for that. While you weren't around. Uh you were probably napping after a long I, weekend of I did nap conventions. a few times over the weekend, yes. <laughs> All right, so there, that's why. Anyway. Anyway. So now I am the owner of two grills. No reason I can't have a neighborhood block party now. And they are both charbroil. As you know, one is that kind of like the, the oil drum on the side. Yes. Mm -hmm. With the chimney. And now the acorn. And what's neat about it, you know, you have vents on the top, directly on the top, and directly on the bottom. Well, it's numbered. So they'll, and you can find out through the University of YouTube and other um, and places. And practicing, just personal experience. So, okay, if you have the... the the settings on this number on the bottom, this number on the top, that will keep the temperature at this temperature. Right. Uh, and that's perfect for cooking this piece of meat. 
for however many many hours that you want to you know the old low and slow thing for barbecuing meat yes it was interesting i watched one and this guy said there is no difference between the acorn and the $2,400 green egg. It'll do the same thing. But, of course, the $2,500 acorn is porcelain. You can get the temperature a lot hotter. Well, I don't think I'm going to need anything hotter than 700 degrees. I'm not cooking cat like they do in Thailand. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. What what would you cook at a super high temperature like that? Because normally... Would you see a steak that high? Uh, I wouldn't have thought you'd sear a steak at above 400-something. Um, I don't even bother searing my steaks. I just, yeah, I just grill them. But, uh, but fancy people, uh, yeah, they, they might sear them, but I don't think you'd do it that hot. Because normally for um, smoking stuff or, or, or cooking big joints of meat, the, the key is low and slow. You want it. 300 maybe even 200 you, you want it kind of kind of low but cook it all day right yeah so your cooking times with those kind of stoves turn into 10 or 12 or 14 hours or um yeah i'll start it before i go to bed and check it when i get yeah. up i was watching one uh, youtube video the guy had a huge brisket Oh, this will take 20, 22 hours. So the guy's getting up every three hours to check it. Oh, wow. That's dedication. Like, that's, yeah, that's a dedication. And then, of course, you know, he had, he left a little fat on it. Then he had to exit and then cover it with salt and pepper. And he used mustard uh, and some other things. I don't re recall what they were, but it, it looks at it. He opened it up and it was finished or it was cooked, and it was like all black. Well, that was the fat on the outside. Right, you, you said, have to get a certain amount of char on the outside. Yeah. yeah, and he goes, isn't this a thing of beauty? And I go, that looks pretty black to me. Yeah. But then he cut but it. you cut it open, and it looks, oh, yeah. Well, you have to let it rest. True, true. It yeah. all must okay. rest. So you got to add that into your cooking time. So 22 hours of cooking, then, Resting wow. period. Yeah. So anyway, a I don't per, think... A perfect thing for a retired guy to have. Oh, I'm not going to be cooking anything or smoking anything for 22 hours. Oh, you say that now. Oh, no. I, I, by, the, by the fall, you'll be like, yeah, I'm cooking half a pig in there. It's going to take three weeks. Yeah. I'll keep on hitting the snooze button. <laughs> three o'clock in the morning, I'll have my uh, tiki lamps lit, and I'll be checking... You'll be uh, the, you'll be an independent supplier to uh, Bob's Barbecue. I'm, I don't think I'll go down that trail. But I am going to try to do some smoking of ribs and such. Hey, what else did we do? Oh, I have some cast iron, um, a pan and a Dutch oven that my son-in-law Anthony gave me, and I seasoned those. In fact, I, I did the interior twice, and I used coconut oil. University of YouTube, somebody said use coconut oil. So I get it, it looks like candle wax. 
Yes. Uh, although it's got a very low melting temperature, because uh, we, we keep coconut oil in the house. And I think it melts at like 72 degrees. It did go on easy, yes. Yeah. But, it, you know, it gets in all those pores in the and it's phenomenally it. good for you. This is organic, so you it's could, even you double could, good. Well, yes. Uh, you can put coconut oil in coffee. I'll have to try that. Because it's a... M MCT. I'm trying to remember what MCT stands for. Uh, Mid-chain triglyceride, I think, which means that it's one of the healthiest forms of fat that you can consume. And you need that healthy fat. You do. This is this is a healthy fat. Uh, so coconut oil. Uh, a lot of people either cook with it. Uh, you can. I tried for a while using it. When making scrambled eggs, I would put some in the, the frying pan first and then scramble my eggs in there. But I didn't enjoy my scrambled eggs with, with coconut flavor, so I went back to just using butter. Yeah. But, uh, coffee with coconut oil in it is quite pleasant. If you like coconut. I right. Have, and I, I, I like do coconut. like coconut, but I didn't like it in my scrambled eggs. Yeah. But it's pleasant in coffee. Kind of like a Mars bar. Not a Mars. Um, what are they? What are those? Almond Joy and Mounds. Mounds candy bars. Yes, yeah. Mounds. Yes, I like old candy bars with coconut in. Yes, I like Mars bars as well, but they don't have coconut in. Oh yeah, I haven't had a Mars bar in forever. Do they still make those? I think they do. That was one of my staple choices if I was ever offered. Sweets, as we call them, not candies in England. But if I was ever offered sweets, uh, I would always, always take the, the Mars bar. Ah, Mars bars, good. Mm. Yeah, I, I do like those. There's, there's a lot of candies I like. I don't eat as many. And then, um. Snickers bars, well, in this country, but in England, they used to be called Marathon bars. I don't know why the difference. Marathon is the same as a Snickers. It was, and then in England, they and this was this was back while I was still there, so this is a while ago. They changed the name to Snickers so that they were the same name for the same product um, in all of their markets. But they used to be called Marathon bar, and I really liked those as well. Yeah, those are good. Mars bars, marathon bars, life was good. How about Twizzlers, the red licorice, I cherry and strawberry? I don't know that we had those in England. Um, we had lots of black licorice kind of things. Oh, you know that black licorice. You either like it or you yes. hate it. England, I gen hate it. Generally in England, it's, it's well liked. I'm, I'm sure there are people in England who don't like it. But generally in England, black licorice is, is enjoyed. Yeah, it's a it's a love hate thing. It is. I love it. So we're we're just completely incompatible. Bill. Well, if the Easter Bunny gives me it, I'll run it over to your place because I don't think Lisa likes it either. Okay. Well, that's good. That at least you're you two are compatible. That's, yeah, I approve. As of far that. as black licorice, yes. Is My mother any, loves. Is there it. anything else? Yeah. Have you ever had rock candy? 
Rock candy is crystallized sugar on a stick. No, I it don't just, believe so. It's just sweet and sugary, and uh, it'll get all the kids all hyped up. I believe that it would. No. Um, I've had... You could get, in England, going back to the licorice, uh, licorice root, literally the root of licorice plants, and you would chew it, and it tasted like licorice because it would be the the part of the licorice plant that they would pulp and extract the, yep. the juice out of to uh, to get the flavor to put in the uh, black licorice candy. Well, you could just skip that whole process and just get licorice root and chew it. So I, I like that as well. Oh, I, I've never seen that in a store. Never no, seen that no, in a store. Well, I haven't seen a lot of black licorice in this country. It it is available, but it's you've got to look for it. And yeah, I imagine yeah. licorice root is even more hard to find. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Probably for good reason. Probably impossible to find. You may have to go on eBay to find it. Yeah, or a specialized store. Yep. Amazon, eBay, something like that. Yeah, exactly. Probably. So let me think what else is happening. This Oh, I when I got back on Saturday, of course, I went down to Platteville. And then daughter Kelsey, who's expecting on uh, the 23rd of May, had a baby shower in Whitewater. So once I came back from Platteville, we had a little lunch, and then off we were to Platteville. Hour and a half to get there. Pardon me? Whitewater? Whitewater, yes. Okay. Off to Whitewater. I saw, I saw pictures. So that was good. She looked happy and yep. got uh, got the baby got, bump. Got the bump. Yeah, it's it is definitely a baby bump. She is. I was hesitating to send there because, of course, in in this day, in this day and age, guys can't say, "Oh, are you expecting?" Because <laughs> you can get in a lot of trouble. They're like, "No, oh, oops." Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you always just kind of wait until somebody yeah. offers the information. Doesn't matter how pregnant a lady looks, you never say anything until somebody else said, "Oh, she's pregnant." You know, oh, thank goodness. Yeah. Oh, well, I can say something now. Daughter Kristen, the week after the week twenty six, texted Kelsey, "Congratulations, you went one week longer than Edwin did." Yeah. Edwin was well. He was just in a hurry to get out here. Well, he wanted to experience the world, but uh, he had a lot of experiencing in the last two years for a little guy. So anyway, sure um, yeah, got back, and on the way back, of course, I didn't touch my phone. I just on speaker called a friend of mine in Dunlap, Iowa, which is over by Omaha. Okay. Went to high school with him, and we had a virtual high school reunion. So I said to him, Jay, tell the boys that uh, the boys, and we're all 67, 68 years old, maybe some are 69, tell the boys that I am going to join the conversation, but I may be a little late because I'm south of Madison on Highway Interstate 90, and I have one stop in Madison to make. He says, I know right where you're at, and I'll tell the boys. And it was really hard to hear because I had them on speakerphone. I don't have my phone hooked up to this to the vehicle, so okay. mm-hmm. I just okay. I gotta go, and I'll talk to you later. So then I joined the group about twenty minutes, half hour, 
Started at 6, so it was 20 after 6.30. And then uh, it took me a while to get things organized. But I just then I just went on my phone upstairs, sat down, we chatted. There were 14 of us, which was a good amount of guys. Yeah. 50 years out of high school. Wow. High school feels a long, long time ago for me. It's not quite 50 years, but it's a long time. But, you know, I, I uh, called my, my buddy Jay from Dunlap after our uh, video reunion. And I said, you know, there are memories that I have of high school that seems like they were yesterday. And yesterday, I have a hard time figuring out and remembering what I did. And he said, yeah, me too. And then, uh, oh, there's my phone. I guess that'll have to wait. Since we're in the uh, middle of a, a podcaster. So yeah. anyway, um, I was talking to him er, during the whole um, virtual reunion. He said he had a heart attack. And I said, pardon me, Jay, during this. He says, okay, all right. So in my back of my head, I will call him back later. So I did, and in January, he had the uh, the heart attack, what they call the widow's maker, the artery. Okay. Mm -hmm. What What is, you know more about that than I do. Uh, the heart, the one yeah. valve that goes into the heart that, you know, you're, it, it takes maybe half the people or, so, or something like that. Anyway, as the story goes, he's the second guy from our class that I know that had the same heart attack. The other guy, he had a restaurant in Chicago. And he said after that, he sold a restaurant, sold his house, sold everything, and bought an RV. And now he's just traveling around the United States. He said the heck with it. So anyway, I said, uh, Jay, you got a few pills? And he says, Bill, I've got a counter full of pills. Oh, yeah. And then... Um, he was telling me about his heart attack and he said that he lives in a small town and the closest hospital is like 30 miles away. Oh. So his wife was driving him and he said, uh, honey, how fast are you going? She said 70. And he said, maybe you better kick it up to 80 or 85. So they wow. got there. The doctor looked at him and said, get that helicopter here. So then they took him to Omaha. Wow. And what's interesting is one of our classmates is a cardiologist in Omaha. Oh, okay. <laughs> but he works at a different hospital, you know. At that time, you just go where the helicopter lands. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you can be picky later. Yeah, that's right. Because you can request our high school buddy as being your doctor. But, uh, yeah, and then we chatted about that. And um, he was my best friend. We are always, always together. He said he remembered my grandmother, things that she would do and, and, and experiences with her more than he can his own grandmother. Hmm. So the gal made a, a good impression on him. <laughs> well, and he made a good impression on the family, too. You know, he was, yeah, just one of those guys that, uh, you know, we just hit it off and just best of friends. 
So that was Saturday. Then we got into Sunday and the green egg. Or the red acorn. Oh, that's right. Yeah. The green the, egg. The is, not a green egg. Not the ungreen egg. Yeah. And I tell you, I put it, assembled it in the garage. I thought I'd do it at the, on the deck, but I did the other grill I have on the deck. And the reason I'm not a surgeon is because I drop things a lot. Yeah. And between the cracks of the deck, I lost screws and bolts and washers. But I was fortunate because I have a collection of them here. I could sub. And I didn't want this to happen, so I made put it together in the garage. Plus, it was a lot warmer in the garage. Well, that's true. And it has wheels, so you could then wheel yes. it around. Okay. Right. Because that sucker's heavy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it. 100 pounds. Well, that's, that's four of your kettlebells. That's right. But, the, you know, and I'm glad, like I said, I was using my kettlebells. I have to tell you... Uh, during our virtual uh, reunion, I this buddy of mine, Kim Kiter, he went to Campion with me and Loris College, and we were biking this year, and Kim ran cross-country. So somebody said to me, uh, he said, so tell me, Bill, when you and Kim were biking, and you know, we went 24, 30 miles, he said, uh, could you keep up with Kim? And my response was, Kim is a gracious biker. He stayed back with me. <laughs> and that got a chuckle out of everybody. But we're trying to figure out a class reunion. And there's a place in Chicago at, at Oak Park, one of the west, the near western suburbs that has like a conference hotel complex. It's like oh a campus. Goodness. And they're checking out availability to that. Well, everybody, I raised the question, is there anybody here that did not get the shots? And they did. It says, is there anybody here that's confident with those or is not confident? And everybody was confident. And it's not like we're going to be going all different places. All my friends are pretty cautious on who they hang with. And since right. we have all had the shots... And it's like we're going to be in one spot. I'd like to see it happen in, in September. That would be wonderful. Yes. Yeah. It would give everybody a chance to get the vaccination. Yep. Well, I hope that uh, hope that works out for you. Yeah, I, I do too. It would be would be a lot of fun. I'm sure I've told you before, we don't. In England, or at least maybe everybody else did, and nobody told me, <laughs> we, we don't... Uh, have the whole reunions and alumni thing and I, I well I think my university now University of Plymouth uh, on their website they do have a thing for alumni where you can buy t-shirts or sweatshirts with, with University of Plymouth on and I think they if you become an alumni you can send them money I don't know what. well my high school is not looking for it because yeah. it's non-existent any longer right but uh well, the high school I went to is still there. It changed its name, but it's still there. Um, yeah, we don't do the, we don't do everything like like you do. There's no big graduation when you leave. Don't you guys have fun over there? Yeah, but we don't have any official fun. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
well, we have to. We feel like we have to have a reason for it. No, because you you know you you get your uh, you get your A level. Well, you you have your last day of school. You leave. There's there's no party. There's no graduation ceremony. Nothing like that. Uh, and then you just spend the summer waiting for your A level results, and so you can see how well you did and which universities you got sufficiently good results to go to. Um, yeah, there's, there's nothing. And then nobody keeps in touch. I am not in touch with anybody from my high school. And I think I'm connected on LinkedIn, maybe Facebook, LinkedIn, I think, to like two people from university. Mm-hmm. Um, I was connected on Facebook to one of my good friends at university but he passed away a couple of years ago uh poor soul had a heart attack and, um, but yeah so then that took me from being connected to like three people now to two people from from university so yeah we just once once you're done at an educational institution in england they they're like see ya you're done. Don't, don't let the door catch you on the way out. Yep. Yeah. Yep. We'll never see you again, and we're fine with that. <laughs> so, well, there you go. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think in the the public schools, which you would call private schools over here, I, I don't know why the name difference, because um, the public schools you have to pay to go to. They're private schools, but they call them public school. It doesn't make any sense to me. So what do they call the public schools then? Public schools. <laughs> I mean, the state-funded schools are called right. They're 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 just they're just schools, and then you have public schools. Oh, those are the ones you have to pay to go to, and they don't just let the public in. <laughs> so, yeah, I yeah, um, like Cambridge, or uh, is that a school? That well, that's a university, but then the the schools would be oh, like okay. the the elite payment only high schools. Uh, yeah, they, they don't want you into those. Uh, they have, uh, you know, there's, there's alumni things there. If you graduated from, from this school or that school, then, you know, that's a big deal. And you have the old school tie and you have connections. Oh, like the regimental tie, your tellers, uh, that kind of uh, thing? Yes, they're not. It's not exactly the same, but the the it's the same principle. So the regiments would have their their tie with their colors in, and each of these uh, elite uh, fee paying schools would have their own tie, and so you, know, you would wear your old school tie to an interview, so that people go, "Oh, you're an old boy from wherever." And then you, yeah, it's a much more chance of getting hired on, unless they were our tribal in schools. Uh, true. Um, well, I think actually they did just at that level. It didn't matter. Yeah, it didn't matter. So anyway, not you the, always not, had unofficial fun instead of having. Yes. So I, I only <laughs> ever had unofficial fun. No, no official fun whatsoever. Mm-hmm.